Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. Good morning, and good morning, good morning. How are you, my friend? How are you, my friend? Dude, today is, uh, what day of the week is it? Wednesday, that's right, today is Wednesday. 
aka CMA Day. <laughs> That's Carter Myers Automotive Group, the most amazing automotive organization in the world, as far as I'm concerned. If you're thinking about maybe transitioning in this space of automotive, this is the place you're going to want to work. Carter Myers Automotive Group, they've got over 20 dealerships in Virginia, led by Liza Myers Borges, one of my dear friends, and just an incredible human. And I'm always excited because I get to spend every single Wednesday with these amazing superhumans over here at Carter Myers Automotive. So we call it Wednesday CMA Day. Today is also January 5th, 2022. And what's crazy is today is the very first and the very last time. It'll ever be January 5th, 2022. So I wanna make sure we make the absolute most, and I do mean the absolute most, of this absolutely incredible, incredible day. Can you believe it? Can you believe we are five days into 2022 already? I'm just like, holy smokes, dude. We're already five days in, five days. That's a long time, right? Like that's a full work week, if you wanna call it that. We're five days here into 2022. And it's, it's just mind blowing to me how fast time is going and how fast everything is happening around us, right? Like we're a week into the year, dude. You got 52 weeks in the year, you're a week in. How are you doing? How's your progressions? Are you working in your morning five? Are you sticking to your commitments that you made to yourself five days ago? Like it's already time to start evaluating that. It's already time to start looking at that and asking yourself those questions. So it's hard to believe for me that we're five days into 2022. I mean, it's, 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 it's like, so hard for me to, me to believe, it's almost as hard to believe as the fact that digital art, NFTs, are now being bought and sold for millions of dollars, <laughs> right? I know that we've had these conversations before. There's some people in the room that are like, this NFT thing is crazy. There's other people in the room like, what the heck is an NFT, crypto and Bitcoin and all that stuff? Like, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable that somebody would pay $69 million for a digital piece of art that you can snap a snapshot of, snapshot of screen capture, but somebody will pay $69 million for that. And as a matter of fact, like as crazy as it is, I have to admit that I've somewhat jumped into that rabbit hole. Like not crazy, crazy into that rabbit hole, but I personally own some of these digital, you know, digital uh, art pieces. Okay, I call them art. Maybe that's how we make ourselves feel better about it. You call it whatever you want. But I have Matrix NFTs. Okay, I've got about 30 of these Matrix NFTs. And what's really cool about this particular NFT and this, this project they've launched is today, here on January 5th, all of us that have a matrix NFT, we get to make a choice. You see, today we get to choose to take the red pill or the blue pill. And based on our choice, our NFT is gonna do different things. It's gonna transform, it's gonna be able to play in the metaverse in different ways, depending on whether we, we stay in the matrix or we get out of the matrix, right? We get to make that choice, which is pretty amazing. But really, when you look at it, the whole movie series around the matrix, the whole concept around the matrix, it's around this, this choice, this constant 
quarry that we have going on within ourselves, right? The red pill or the blue pill, the inevitable decision-making that we have to make as human beings, right? The decisions that we all have to make on a daily basis. I love it in the movie, Morpheus says, if you take the blue pill, the story ends. You wake up in your bed and you believe whatever it is that you want to believe. Or you can take the red pill. You can stay in Wonderland. And I'll show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Choice. Incredibly powerful, right? We can choose to stay comfortable in our comfort zones, in our warm and cozy beds. Or we can choose to get a little bit uncomfortable to start exploring the possibilities of all that is possible. Robert Frost puts it this way, and I love it how poetically Robert Frost has put this together when it comes to the power of choice. The Road Not Taken by Robert Frost. Two roads diverged in a yellow wood. And sorry I could not travel both and be one traveler. Long I stood and looked down one as far as I could to where it bent in the undergrowth. Then took the other, as just as fair and having perhaps the better claim because it was grassy and wanted wear. Though as for that, the passing there had worn them really about the same. And both that morning equally lay in leaves no step had trodden black. Oh, I kept the first for another day. Yet knowing how way leads on to way, I doubted if I should ever come back. I shall be telling this with a sigh, somewhere ages and ages hence. Two roads diverged in a wood, and I, I took the one less traveled by. And that has made all the difference. I took the one less traveled by, and that has made all the difference. Choice. The number one selling book of all time puts it this way. Thou mayest choose for thyself for it is given unto thee. A choice, a decision, a moment in time. The God-given ability to choose the direction and destination of your life. So this morning, my only question to you is this, what's it going to be? What choice are you going to make today? Is it the red pill or is it the blue pill?
Is it warm in the bed or are you going to see how far the rabbit hole goes? And with that, you know what we got to do on this show. Let's do some dancing this morning. Come on, ladies and gentlemen. Get up, get up, get up, get up, get up. Let's go. This is the part of the show. My favorite part of the show. This is the part of the show where I need you to hit that share button. That's right. I need you to hit that share button because I believe if we can change the way people start their day, it'll make a massive impact in your life and on this planet. I truly believe that. And sometimes all it takes to change the way you start your day is for you or for somebody to start their day is for you to hit that share button. It's also the part of the show where I want to say good morning to you. I want you to say good morning to me. Whether you're watching on LinkedIn, whether you're watching on YouTube, whether you're watching on Twitter, whether you're watching on Facebook, whether you're listening on Clubhouse, wherever you're coming from, I'm going to need you to feed me some of that digital currency and say what's up. Good morning, Gene Stafford. Great to see you. What's up, Leslie Hainsworth? How you doing? Tony Watley, my man in the building. Yes, sir. Red Pill, that's what's up. Sean Tapiro's in here this morning. Marilyn Wilkin, Kim Fair, Debbie Wood. What's up, Diedrich Young, Vicki Everett, Ramon Ray, let's move that body. We'll be seeing Ramon here in just a second. What's up, Mariana Thomas? How you doing, Samira Doob? We've got Joan Shoot Goble in the building. Lori McKee Sharp is up in here as well. Angeline Knorr, April Leah Connor, Michael Fafrank. Fafrank, is that right? Fafrank, Fafrank, Fafrank. I like that. What's up, Gina Keys, Mike Strong, Beverly Richardson, Christina Howard. Good morning to you. And for those of you that are watching on Reed, Play. I want to say what's up. Thank you so much for joining us here on Hashtag Rise and Grind. We have an incredible show for you today. We've got an amazing, amazing musical guest that is going to be joining us. I'm super excited to introduce you to Hayden Seek. He's going to be with us. I'm sorry, Hayden Seek. He's going to be here with us just a little bit. We've also got Will Pimble that's going to be joining us in our celebrity interview corner. So make sure you stay tuned today. It's going to be absolutely spectacular. And we'll be right back with the show in 60 seconds. Let's do this. This is Breakfast with Champions Millionaire Breakfast Club, your opportunity to get a seat at the table. That's right. And I don't know if you knew this or not, but we're going to be hanging out in Dallas, Texas. That's right. All the superstars of Breakfast with Champions in one place at one time. And we want you there. You got to go to breakfastwithchampions.live so you can join us. And I'm telling you, you never know how one event can completely transform your life. So come join us. Breakfastwithchampions.live. This is Breakfast with Champions, Millionaire Breakfast Club, your opportunity to get a seat at the table. And check it out, man. Breakfast with Champions is everywhere nowadays. That's right. We've got the podcast. We've got, we're on places like Wisdom and Fireside. We're going to Green Room and we've got YouTube and Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn. Wherever you can join us, we would love for you to come get a seat at the table. Become the champion you know you are inside with Breakfast with champions. Lolita E. Walker, my man Marvin, Sarah McCord. What up, what up, what up? Welcome to Rise and Grind this morning. We're going to talk about this power of choice. What y'all think about this segment this morning? We're talking about the red pill or the blue pill. I know Sarah was saying earlier, she was like, dude, I was like 13 in that red pill, blue pill stuff. What the heck y'all talking about? But man, I'm telling you, man, it really comes down to a choice, right? Making a decision. So I want to talk about that this morning here on hashtag Rise and Grind. And thank you all for being here with me you guys are absolutely amazing let's do this 
<laughs> oh, hey, Sarah. I'm so excited about this red pill, blue pill. Go, 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 girl. Okay. The thing is that I don't know that there's ever a right answer. It's how you're feeling in the moment, right? It's how you're feeling in the moment and then committing to your choice, going with it and not second guessing it. We're going all in. There's no right or wrong answer. There's pros and cons. Pros and cons. So I'm taking I'm both sad. with you. I'm taking both with you. <laughs> I'm, I'm still out. sitting here, Glenn, thinking, thinking about thinking it, you know, I feel like Sarah was talking to us when she was saying, well, I wasn't that old when it came out. <laughs> For real. She was speaking I directly was, to us. Maybe I was calling old. I don't know. I don't know. Um, you know, it's interesting, Ooh. Marvin. I do think of you with this, though, because I think one thing that you talk about all the time as a core ethos for you is self-awareness. And to me, what I think is so powerful about the red pill, blue pill discussion is that literally it starts with a choice to stay asleep. Like literally, do you want to be in your bed? Do you want to walk through life sleeping? Or do you want a baseline level of awareness of what's actually going on around you? And, and then the path will unfold. So like, that's what's really cool is that the choice is do you want to walk through life comfy in your bed? Right? Or do you want to walk through life with a full awareness of what's going on around you and you don't know what's going to transpire? And I actually do think that that's a really accurate analogy for a choice that we make each day. Are we going to stay in that comfort zone all cozy in our bed? Or are we going to even be open to what's going on in the world and how we may or may not, you know, be, be prepared for it? And, you know, the, the, the fact of the matter is we're just, you know, human beings overall, we're like these amazing like the the spirit in us the warrior in us the fighter in us all of that is like there but if you really look at it we're kind of like weak like like you know the temperature gets Not a little me, cold we're like let's let's stay under the blanket the, the temperature gets a little warm we're like oh it's too hot we get a little tired we're like i don't want to you know what i mean and so it's, it's like natural the natural thing is to just stay in comfort right that's the natural thing the warrior thing to activate that warrior in us is to really get out of those comfort zones. And, and, and I love how in the matrix, he says, let's see how far the rabbit hole goes, right? Cause like we all have so much pent up potential. I believe that every human has this pent up potential, right? As children of God, God of the universe, they have it in their DNA, the ability to create this, these amazing lives. And so it breaks my heart sometimes when I see potential untapped because it's too cold or it's too hot or I'm tired. Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you wanna know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. Tired. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and here's the super juicy part of it all. How many of us start going down the rabbit hole because we're all in? We're going down this rabbit hole, but then fear comes. These limiting beliefs come. All of these things, this doubt, this fear, all of this stuff starts to crowd us, and we stop right there. What if our hidden potential is a little deeper, one, two, three steps down, and we never get to that place because fear stopped us right there, right? This taking this pill and being committed to it is driving sometimes when you're not even clear on what's behind that mirror, that smoky glass that we talked about yesterday, that smoky mirror. What if 
we leaped because we knew that our strength and our faith had wings to protect our fall. I'm saying it's 2022. Let's go down that rabbit hole, right? Lolita with the poetry. Everything. That was beautiful. I love that. What if we leaped? That's that's some beautiful stuff right there. That's what I'm talking about. This morning, there's we've all got these decisions to make. Like Sarah, talk to me this this morning. What time are you getting up now? That we're doing rise and grind. Three thirty in the morning. Three thirty. We can have a three thirty in the morning. So. I know myself well enough to know that I have to work out first thing in the morning. I have to take time where I always say the only person I'm reporting to is me because I feel like it's humans for the rest of the day. As soon as my tiny humans wake up, I'm reporting to them. I'm reporting to, you know, my team, everyone I want to serve, my, my business goals, my family, my friends, my priorities. So I know myself. I know I need the first hour of the morning to work out. Then I get camera ready. And then I wake up my babies so that I can spend an hour with them um, before they go to school and I can be ready for call time. And it is a choice. It's completely shifted my routine because I don't look like this on audio. Um, and so I was able to wake up a little bit later, but it's, it's absolutely worth it. I said, I, this is something I want to do. And so I'm doing it. And I am trying to go to bed a little bit earlier to make up for that on the other side. <laughs> she said, I don't look like this on audio. <laughs> no. no. It makes a difference. It makes a difference, man, for sure. For sure. I love it, man. I love uh, it. All this. All of this, y'all. It's for all y'all. <laughs> that, 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 that's for everybody, right? That's for everybody. And that necklace, Lolita, that you got right there, that necklace is is, is rocking. I'm loving that. Where's that from? Where'd you get that? I am going with Venezuela. This morning, I was like, was it Venezuela or Guatemala? I think it was Venezuela, so I'm sticking to it. I love jewelry. I think it's such a statement piece. It's such a conversation piece. And it's really lively. I am all about color. And being vivacious. Oh, you couldn't tell. So jewelry is my thing. <laughs> jewelry is your jam. What was it like? You you just came back from Africa, right? What was it like yeah. out there culturally? Like what's what would you say was the biggest what's the same about humans there and, and culture there? And what's different? That's what I want to tap into a little bit today. Very nice. The same is just the nature of humanity and people are generally nice they want to be nice people want to help you and i felt that spirit of just niceness the spirit of humanity the spirit of giving the spirit of wanting so that piece was the same the piece that was so different to me is uh i would say the slowness of it all now that's funny because traffic moves really quickly there's there's no type of there's no type of order but when I say the slowness of it all, I mean the happiness of people in the little that they have, the perspective of slowness and what that means for living life and appreciating life. We Westerners, we are so fast, right? And you really get to slow down when you're somewhere else in the world. I loved it. That's awesome, man. Marvin, do you, what do you, you agree with that? What's it like? What's it like over there? What would you say is the no, same? What would you say is different? I absolutely, I, agree. I mean, I absolutely love traveling. Um, I've been to so many different parts of the world. And, and uh, to Lolita's point, that's one of the things I really enjoy. I, I enjoy sort of soaking up the, the atmosphere and, and everything that's going on within a new environment. Because um, I really think that it's, there's a lot you can learn from uh, going to new spaces. Um, I also love what you touched on, Glenn, when you, you, you're talking about the red pill and green pill. Because for those uh, in the audience or, or for those listening in, 
who caught the interview um, with uh, Alex Carter, one of the things she said um, was that the biggest negotiation that she had was uh, in her own mind. And I thought that, I thought that was massively powerful because, um, you know, everyone talks about, yeah, you've got to say yes, you've got to jump to everything. But um, our own minds can, can really play tricks on us sometimes and, and could be the number one thing that holds us back from making a decision, whether we go, choose to go left or right, just actually making a decision. So, yeah, I love that. Yeah, just choose, right? Make a choice. Just decide. My man, my man uh, Will Smith, I think it was an interview that he was doing with Tom Bill Billio. I, I can never say that guy's last name. Billio. Do you guys know Tom, who I'm talking about? Tom Billio. Bill. You guys don't I can't know? Oh, my gosh. How do you guys no. not know Tom? He's got, like, he has interviewed every, like, amazing superhuman on on the planet now now he's big over in the nft space but he wasn't before uh, but it's b-i-l-y-e-u tom bill you and uh he he was doing an interview with with will smith and will was like just decide what you're gonna be uh, how you're gonna do it just decide right and then the universe will get out of your way in order to make those things happen and i think that we can tend to uh, minimize the importance of our decision, right? Like I was talking to my mom last night. We had taco night. Y'all do taco night? Y'all do yeah, taco night on Tuesday? Yes. <laughs> you have tacos over there, over there, Marvin. Y'all have tacos. De de it's definitely not something I indulge in personally. I stick to the tea and crumpets over here. <laughs> Well, you are missing out, man. You are missing out. We do taco night at my mom's house. It's my favorite night of the week. Where am I hearing that? I hear something in the background. The um, but we do the uh, we 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 do the the taco night. And I was talking to my mom, and I was telling her that she said, so we're happy that we bought my parents a house and moved them here to Kentucky like five and a half years ago, and we do these Tuesday night taco nights, and um. It's just a grateful time, right? It's something that I love. And so I was telling her, I was like, I love this. You guys have been here five years. I said, I can't wait till you've been here longer than you've been where she, where, where we used to live in Flagstaff, Arizona. And she said, well, I ain't gonna live that long. That's, that's crazy. I said, what are you talking about? And she's like, like, I keep telling her she's gonna live to be 120. That's what I keep telling her. And she thinks she's gonna, she's, she's got like a few years left. And she, I mean, not a few years, but you know what I'm saying? But it's this, it's like this decision. To, so I'm, I'm, I'm trying to help my mom see that at 60, she's in her early 60s, that she's only halfway there. Like there's still so much that can be done. So many places to travel, so many things to, you know, to, to go and to see. But we have to mentally make this choice and understand that our decision to say I'm old or a decision to say I'm on the backside or a decision to say, you know, my best years are behind me or a decision to say I'm not good enough, a decision to say that's not for me. Somebody else could do that. You know, all of these little tiny micro decisions are capping our potential. And I think we, we, we just minimize that so much. And so I'm per I personally am trying to just tap into the the abundance that exists in, in, in our spiritual um beings like i want to see it all i want to do it all i want to go everywhere i want to you know what i'm saying 
Glenn, it's so interesting to me and not to make light of the point you just made, but you know, sometimes people say we're more like our parents than we realize. There was like a week where every time you gave an example of a hero, it was someone who died young. Um, like you were like, I just look at the example of like Kobe Bryant and like everything he did before he lived. And you had like five days in a row. And then finally I was like, Glenn, I'm gonna need you to stick around longer than that to build everything we want to build. But now, now I know where you get it from. Cause you know, you get it from your mama who's like, I'm gonna do all these great things. And these people around her saying like, yeah, but for 50 more years. So um, good. Good. I'm glad that you're putting that message out there in the universe that all y'all are going to live a very long time because we got a lot to do in Breakfast with Champions. Yeah, man. 120. Like, why not? Technology is advancing like crazy, right? Like, people are becoming bionic. Like, we're, we're you know, you can replace a heart. You can replace a, a, an arm. You can replace a leg. You can replace a liver. You can, you can grow stuff. They're, like, doing stem cells and growing and all of this stuff, right? Why can't we live to 120? Somebody give me a reason. Somebody give me one reason we can't live to 120. I can't no, think of one. I can't think of one at all. I'm, I'm down for living as long as physically possible and, and getting a couple of, of bionic parts along the way. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm a huge Marvel fan. So <laughs> long I'm, as it's totally a good time, though. <laughs> See, I want to I I live long enough to where the first thought of my in my mind is not go, 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 but it's tea and crumpets. That's where I want to get. <laughs> so you actually, Glenn, you're saying that you want to basically take the red pill until you're old enough that you feel good getting back comfy in your bed. Yeah. Basically, exactly. I feel like we're, we're taking discussion. Like, That's exactly right. He wants to miss both worlds. He wants his cake and eat, uh, and eat it as well. I do. I do. Is that too much to ask? I mean, what's the point of having the cake if you can't eat it, right? What's the point of having the cake if we if you can't eat it? All right, hey, ladies and gentlemen, we got an incredible show for you today. We're going to talk more about these choices and these decisions and the power of the choice and the decisions that we make. So thanks for being with us here on Hashtag Rise and Grind. Uh, I want to introduce you to uh, another friend of mine. Um, that's been joining us here on the show. You may, if you've, if you, if you watched the last couple days, because this is technically our, it's our one thousand and fifth Rise and Grind show, but it's like our third show. And uh, if you watched the last two, you might have met this guy, this guy Alexander Gonzalez, that is here with us today. And so I want to bring him on in and see what he's got to say this morning, Mr. Alexander. How are you, my man? <laughs> I am doing incredibly well. How are you guys doing this morning? Feeling good? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. Awesome. Well, listen, I'm here keeping track of all the things happening on the socials, and I'm seeing you champions. I'm seeing you guys chatting. Christina Howard says, yes, it starts with a choice. Decide. And you know what's interesting? She then says, I got to get out of bed. I have FOMO. But what's really cool is it started getting other people out of bed. We started saying, I'm getting out of bed. I'm getting out of my comfy sheets. And people are now getting into activity. Sometimes being that lone nut starts the movement to get others to kind of start doing the things that they got to do, which is awesome. I got to tell you, Miss Lolita, the necklace is not just a big hit here on uh, the show, but also in the comments. Dr. Jamicia is here with it, so she loves it. Uh, that's something. And you know what, Sarah? Rodney said that, Sarah, you are beautifully camera ready at all times. And so that was beautiful. I added the at all times because I know that the heart in his message was that. So, uh, yes, but we are seeing some excited things. This is also what I like. Ooh, 
We got another. Yes, Sarah, you're beautifully camera ready. So, Sarah, you're getting loved here. And then the question was asked, who has been to the content of Africa? And you guys are inspiring. I know Miss Renee was there. Now Lolita. You're inspiring people to want to go. And ultimately, Kimberly Williams says, you just have to decide. And coming in clutch, Ramon, with Tom Bilyeu, B-I-L-Y-E-U, with the link. So we now know it's that's a very unique name. But honestly, guys, just super excited. I have to tell you this, Glenn. Green lights, bro. Especially the audible with Matthew McConaughey actually talking. I am so excited. If this is book one of the year with um, the Morning Five Planner, I cannot wait for the rest of the books because this is I'm like I'm like literally living. I feel like he's it's a movie. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like I'm like, what is happening here? Dude, it's so good, and the, you know the way the the stories themselves are spectacular. Right. He's got he's got just. And I don't mean spectacular, like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad your dad punched you in the face. Spectacular, right? Like, like it's not great, but it's the the stories are so, so big. And then you add Matthew McConaughey and the way that he tells them. But what I really love about the book and the reason I wanted to start the year off with such a book, right? Because obviously we've got our rising grind community and we've got a big cross on the wall and all of these things. And then our first book, Green Lights, is rated R, R plus. Right. It's rated R plus. And some people were like, you know, isn't that a conflict? And I'm like, no, man, listen, it's an expansion of the mind. We have to step into these other territories. Like you don't know what you really believe in or stand for until you get into areas that are going to force you to choose to make a choice. You know what I'm saying, Lolita? You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And when I love that he sees the green lights, even in the difficulty. Right. You know? that's what's beautiful because we all go through things and sometimes that punch in the face good or bad it is a green light if you choose to make it a green light or it could be your red light the choice is yours you decide and isn't that also the point of art of books of movies of poetry of music it should be expansive right yeah i think that's the point yeah that's what i i I mean let's go dude exposure like my wife uh, my wife, when we first met, she had never like been anywhere. She grew up in Paris, Kentucky, like never traveled anywhere. She just lived under a rock, you know, her whole entire life. Mm. And I'm just like, and so when I, when we talk now, it's better now I've exposed her to dang to everything now. Right. But when we used to have conversations, I'd be like, how have you never heard thought seen considered? Right. And it's if we don't go put ourselves in those environments and we can't do those things. So I think it's incredibly important. Alexander, man, we love having you here on hashtag rise and grind. Just so you know, uh, people, I, I get lots of feedback. Um, my mom, who I was referring to earlier, you're one of her faves, bro. You're one of her faves. You're part of the you're part of the fam. So we appreciate you being well, here. Well, I'm a fan of her. I'm a fan of Mama Lundy. So, uh, yeah, it's a mutual admiration. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. All right, Alexander. Wait, you keep... Oh, go ahead, Lolita. Is that okay? I have a challenge for folks that's listening in, for folks that are watching us. You know, I was so shocked when I went to college and recognized that there were so many people who not only haven't been out of the country, but haven't been out of their state or their towns. And so the challenge that I have for folks today is if you don't have a passport, make 2022 your year to secure your passport. 
Now you can make the choice on whether or not you're gonna use it this year, but the challenge today, as you choose the blue pill or the red pill and move to your endless possibilities is that you get this passport. That's the challenge. What you think? Lolita, I love that challenge. Get your passport. Alexander, thanks for joining us here today. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, we've got Will Pimble uh, going to be here in just a minute. And then we've also got my man, the Hayden Go Seek, right? Andrew Hayden. Hayden Andrew. I apologize. I always get it backwards. Andrew Hayden, Hayden Andrew. He's going to be with us here in just a second. So stay tuned. We got a lot of show left. We got to tell you, we're super excited about the new Morning 5 Planner. If you've been looking for community, you've been looking to connect with like-minded and like-hearted people, people that like to rise and write their gratitudes and their goals, people that are interested in evolving into the best versions of themselves that they can possibly be, then the Morning 5 Planner is for you. That's right. You can go to themorning5planner.com and get you one today. This is Breakfast with Champions Maynard Breakfast Club. And check it out, man. We're so excited. We broke 100,000 downloads in the podcast in less than 75 days. Can you believe it? Have you subscribed yet? That's right. Don't miss out on any of these opportunities to learn from some of the most incredible superhumans from all around the world. Listen, wherever podcasts can be downloaded. I don't care where you go. Go download the Breakfast with Champions podcast. We'd love to see you there. Ladies and gentlemen, Hayden Gosink, Mr. Hayden Andrews joins us this morning. I know you're going to enjoy.
Thank you very much. Bro, I don't know if I'm cool enough to be sitting here with you this morning. How are you doing, Mr. Hayden Andrews? Yeah, I'm very good. Thank you. How are you? I am so good, man. I am so good. Welcome to Hashtag Rise and Grind. We're glad you're here with us today. Uh, that's, an, that's an incredible song, man. When, when did you write that one? Um, I wrote that one a couple of years ago, um, just about my journey. Um, I moved from a little small town in, um, in New Zealand, a little farming town, to um, the big city in Australia. So, uh, yeah, right, that, that's what that song's about. Gotcha. So we moved from New Zealand to Australia. Is that where you're at now? Yeah. Yeah. I live on the Gold Coast in Australia. It's, uh, it's actually nearly 11 o'clock at night. So uh, I just finished the gig. <laughs> I just got home. <laughs> it's nearly 11. Yeah. Just finished the gig. Just got yeah, home. Just like, How long you been playing and performing, man? Um, well, I first started playing when I was about 13 years old. Um, I started off on the drums. So a long time. <laughs> Yeah, yep. started off on the drums and now full blown. So is this yep. is this what you do full time? You said you have a gig. Do you do you do any other work? Um, no, well, music I, I always treat as sort of my side hustle. I'm like, I, I wish I could do it full time, but um, uh, I'm also a picture framer as well and and an artist. So um, I, I do a lot of that. So yeah, right, I love I'm it. A picture framer, <laughs> an artist, a musician. <laughs> Living in Australia, how yeah. are things over there right now? I know it's been an interesting season the last couple years for all of us globally, but I know you guys have been impacted many, many ways. So how are, how are things looking over there? How are, how, how are you? What's the sentiment? How, how are we feeling? Uh, you know, everyone's in the same boat. It's, it's The whole world's gone mad. Um, but it's all cool, you know. We just got to make the most of what's going on and I, I feel like I'm we're quite lucky in the state that we're living in because um we didn't have a lot of the madness going on um but you know our borders have just sort of all opened up and it just sort of seems like it's just happening now but um I mean hopefully this uh you know hopefully it's not too bad and everyone gets it and moves on with life <laughs> yeah. you know I, I love that well I think I'm positive I about it all yeah, that's right, man. I love that, right? We have to have gratitude for the, uh, you know, for the certain aspects of the situation. And I think that what you're doing as yeah. far as music and art, you know, for me, that 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 is kind of like the cure in times like this, right? I love some good music that can move my soul, uh, a good a good a good piece of art that can spark my spirit. Like, I feel like the world needs more music and art and the things that you're doing over there. Absolutely. And, you know, this, um, all this stuff is just giving us content to write about. So, uh, it's <laughs> <laughs> right. It definitely gives us more to write about, yeah. man. Hey, talk to me real quick. Um, yeah. so I know entertainers and artists and stuff are really getting into the NFT world. And, uh, we've been talking a little bit about NFTs and stuff this morning. I got some matrix NFTs. And so have you dove into any of that yet? Are you looking into any of that as an artist? Well, I tell you what, I've uh, I've been talking to a few of my friends about it, and it just it freaks me out a little bit, eh? But I I think maybe uh, it's the way of the future, so I'm gonna have to uh, give it a go, I reckon. <laughs> well, you know, you can make some. It's it it really works out for the artists, where you can you can make some extra cash, right? You can constantly keep 
reselling your content and then you don't have to have the uh the the companies all the middlemen taking take it out of your pocket that sounds good right it sounds very good. <laughs> I just have to get my head around all the digital and uh, yeah, it's crazy. I'm, I'm, I'm very much an analog man. <laughs> well, it is definitely an interesting world um, that we live in. And Hayden, I'm so thankful that you chose to spend some time with us here today. That video was incredible. Really, really loving your sounds. The audience was raving about it over on social. Uh, we see folks over on LinkedIn and YouTube and Facebook. Everybody was loving your jams. Um, this morning. Will you come back here in just a little bit and do another song for us? Absolutely. I'd love that. Thank you for having me. Awesome, Hayden. Well, I would love that as well. Ladies and gentlemen, Hayden Go Seek. Make sure you follow him over on Instagram. He's got some really cool pictures um, and a lot of, like you said, beautiful art and different pieces. Not to mention that, but his music also is just absolutely uh, incredible. I'm loving the sounds. I'm loving the vibe. The, the dude's a little probably too cool for me, to be honest with you. Um, but I'm loving the sounds. I'm loving the vibes. And you need to go follow Hayden Go Sync over there on Instagram, and he'll make your morning. Fair enough? Fair enough. Hayden, we'll see you here in just a little bit. All right, my man? You will. Awesome. I'm looking forward to it. Thank you. All right. Thanks for being here. I appreciate you so much. We'll see you in a bit. Hey, there's this guy named Ramon Ray. I don't know if you guys uh, know of him or not, but if you don't, you're about to, and I promise he is unforgettable once you do know him, and he's going to share with us some good news from around the world. Ramon, let's get it going. Hey, everybody, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to Good News, and welcome again to those who just popped on to Good News on Rise and Grind with Glenn Lundy and team. I'm Ramon Ray. Glad to, glad to be here. That uh, earlier artist we had was amazing, and he is cool indeed, Glenn Lundy. Our three Good News segments today, the second segment, Glenn, I don't even know if I can say the whole thing. I'm just laughing too much as I hear it, but I'm going to do my best. <laughs> Number one, how to combat decision fatigue. We're going to talk about that a bit, Glenn. Zebras were on the loose in the state of Maryland. I kid you not. Uh, Micro-stepping to a better you. Our goal with our good news segments, three things we try to do. Make you smarter, make you laugh, warm your heart. Maybe we get a bonus and get to do all three. I'm Ramon Ray, motivational speaker, business owner, and author. Get to know me better at RamonRay.com or on IG at Ramon Ray Smart Hustle. So with that, let's hear some good news. Number one, decision fatigue. How can you combat decision fatigue, which definitely is a real thing? Sometimes it's hard to make decisions, right? Sometimes it's really hard to make those decisions in life. Everyone struggles with big decisions, such as taking a new job, moving, or starting a business. And then there's also the little decisions that we have in life, like what to eat and things like that. So decision fatigue is a real thing. And according to a 2021 survey by the American Psychological Association, about one third of adults, that'd be you, that'd be me, struggle with basic decisions. And this is called decision fatigue fatigue. So the question I have for you is, what do we do about it? One, take a look at the intensity of your decision. See how serious that decision is. Two, don't really make individual decisions per se, but try to bundle them together and see how they impact one another. And point number three, phone a friend. I've called Marvin before. I've talked to Sarah before. I've talked to Lolita before. 
I've even talked to Glenn Lundy. So decision fatigue is absolutely a real thing, and we can all get over it for sure if we follow some simple steps. And by the way, if you want any of these links, any of these notes, just DM me on Instagram. Good news. DM me on Instagram. Good news. And I'll be glad to send you these show notes and links to this. This... <laughs> okay, we've all seen dogs on the loose. I grew up in Brooklyn, New York, and there were always dogs on the loose here, there, and the other. In this case, in the wonderful state of Maryland, I kid you not, there were zebras, like the striped little horses that walk around that you see on, you know, good, uh, did you see on the Discovery Channel and other places like that? Zebras were on the loose. Two zebras escaped from a farm, and they were, they were loose, running around the towns for four months. They were only captured like a few days ago. So the local residents were like doing campaigns. Can you spot the zebra? Do you see the zebra? The Z is on the loose. I mean, I don't know how I would react, Glenn, if I saw zebras on the loose in my little town here in New Jersey. I think I'd be a bit freaked out. But there were indeed zebras on the loose. And our last I'm with you, news, man. I am with you. You know what I'm saying? That too. That'd be, that, that, that's something. <laughs> I mean, I can't imagine, Glenn, you wake up in the morning, can imagine your kids, just Glenn, daddy, daddy, is that a big dog? You're like, no, honey, that's a zebra, right? Right. Ramon, I just want to say that you said where you grew up, you had dogs on the loose, and Lolita and I have zebras. So I just want to say we fancy here in Maryland, okay? <laughs> I have dogs on the loose, we can have zebras on the loose in Maryland. I know you want to come visit us now. Absolutely, absolutely. And our third news item, but let me know, Glenn, if we got to run, but our third news item, micro-stepping your way to a better you. A brand new book has come out, and that's by author Marina Kid Eccles. Her new book is Your Time to Thrive, End Burnout, Increase Well-Being, and boom, unlock your full potential with the new science of microsteps. So Glenn, I'm going to wrap this up in about 30 seconds, but Kiddo is the chief content officer at Thrive Global, and bottom line, she's saying, the decisions we make sometimes in our life, if we don't take micro steps, that's how sometimes we can find the decision-making process is not as optimized as it should be. And here's what she says. The book focuses on micro steps, Glenn, which are tiny changes that are backed by science. It sounds like something kind of Marvin-ish because I know sometimes for me, I wanna do everything at once, but Marvin's that dapper Don, that James Bond type. Hello, my name is Marvin Ramon. Slow down. So Glenn Lundy, that's the good news of the day. I'll be back in a few minutes. That's all I got, brother. <laughs> Mar, my wow. man, Mar. The, look at the influence you're having on Ramon, Mr. Marvin. <laughs> that, that accent, Ramon, was absolutely fantastic. Honestly, uh, the, uh, this is the first time I've heard it. Brilliant. You really, really hit today. <laughs> Didn't sound like me, but definitely sounded like someone from the UK. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> the accent was great. Didn't sound like me, but uh, dude, Ramon. I tried. I tried. Dude, how, how, I mean, where are you finding all this good news, man? If you if you go watch uh, media, go watch the news, you're going to see it's all negative. It's all down. Yeah. The world is dark and gloom and doom and all that stuff. But you find the most incredible, incredible stuff. I mean, it seems to me like there might be a lot more good news out there than people might think. I think so, Glenn. Thanks for having me. It's good to be here. I'll be back in a few minutes again. Ramon Ray, DM me on IG. Good news. If you want to see these links, Glenn Lundy and team, I'm out. Until the next time. Thank you. I love it. Thank you. Thank you. All thank right. you. My man, Ramon Ray in here with the good news. And next, I'm going to bring uh, uh, this guy, Will Pimble. I met this guy 
over through uh, Clubhouse. And Will is uh, a very, very, very unique and interesting man. And him and I have connected in a really powerful way. And so I'm excited to introduce him here, introduce him to you in our uh, Rise and Grind Spotlight. That is powerful, powerful, valuable stuff. Will Pimble, what are you doing, my man? How are you? Len Lundy, happy, what is it, Wednesday? Happy Wednesday. I'm still getting used to the year. Yeah, Wednesday, 20, January 5th, 2022. Do you believe it? Yeah, I'm very excited. I'm, I'm like, I'm already off to a fantastic year. And, and, and as I mentioned a time or two again, or anytime anybody will listen, dude, you're a huge part of that you're like top dead center of what uh what's got me really really stoked for the year so thanks for thanks for having me oh man and hello team <laughs> well i love hearing that will and uh, what what's going on behind you there i see sticky notes yellow blue red orange what do we got so, going on back there so once upon a time i became a certified project manager a pmp project management professional it's like a very fancy way of getting stuff done and um and you know, spreadsheets and math and management and all sorts of stuff. And what I discovered through that very expensive and time consuming education was that sticky notes are pretty good too. Um, <laughs> and so what happens is I take, um, I take the sticky notes here and then like, I'll do something, uh, you know, I gotta, I gotta talk to these people, right? And then when it's done, I'll move, it, oh, worry about that. I'll move it over to the other side of the room and then it's off the wall. But at the same time, I can see on the other side of the wall what's been done. So I not only have a list of things that oh. I need to do and I don't have a really good visual representation of stuff I got to get done, but I can also see it on the other side of the room and celebrate what's done just every time I look out of the corner of my eye because it's so important to just celebrate all the little wins because, because just like things go wrong a little bit at a time, things go right a little bit at a time as well. And, it's, and we're real easy... Uh, as humans, it's really easy for us to focus on stuff that will kill us, right? Climb the tree, don't get eaten by the tiger. That's baked into every one of our DNA. Sure. But it's not as natural for us to focus on the little things that make wonder happen. So I try every place I can. I try to just like get little teeny subtle quiet reminders of what goes well. So that's that's what the sticky notes are. You know, I, I, I love that. And celebrating our wins and really having some gratitude for, uh, you know, you know how far we've come. And I like the visual representation of that because it can be really overwhelming. You know, I have eight kids, as you know, Will. And, you know, sometimes at my house, like my, my, my wife will tell me it just feels like, you know, it's just this never-ending cycle. She's doing five loads of laundry a day. She's feeding the kids. She's doing the things. And there's, like, no completion. And... Well, and one of the things that her and I have talked about and tried to implement in her life more is being able to complete a cycle and then being able to celebrate it, right? There's just so much importance to be like, look what you did accomplish today, because uh, that's tremendous. She's a tremendous, tr tremendous human. You've accomplished a lot in your life and with your career. And what was fascinating to me is the last time you and I had a conversation, you would talk to me about how you've gone in and helped major, major companies uh, turn turn around, right? You've you've held massive uh, uh, events, huge, huge events and huge companies. You've done incredible things. You've been on the Today Show. You've built roller coasters in your backyard. You've done amazing things. But one of the things that you told me is 
that you were kind of tired of like helping, not tired of helping, but shifting your focus more to being able to help the underdogs, some of the smaller companies, some of the individuals versus maybe some of these big corporate clients and conglomerates. And so I wanted to talk more about that today. Like, why are you making this choice now when you've had this storied career to almost, some would say, go backwards where you've been helping the top, the cream of the crop, and now you're wanting to kind of uh, move in a different direction. Talk to me about that. Well, <clears throat> it's it's kind of started out as um, my career started out as just like trying to go have fun, right? I've never been I've never been like remotely motivated by money. For me, money has always been you know either a side effect or an obstacle, right? I, if I do something awesome, uh, I'll get some money out of it, and that'll happen. And if I and if I need to do something, I'm like, hey, let's go skiing in Glenwood. Uh, uh, well, okay, we're going to need money for that. So money is an obstacle to doing things I want to do. Money is a side effect for having done something commercially viable, let's call it. So so I've built a couple of companies for for some very rich people, and, and I've done okay myself doing that. And so I've had that side effect of money that's happened a bunch of times. And, and, and so that's one kind of thing. Like, you know, Web.com is the biggest company that I ever built. It started in the basement of this house, and it grew to be – uh, the 19th biggest web hosting and domain name company on earth. And so that's like, you know, it's not an indoor world record, but you know, it's top 20. It was pretty good out of, out of probably a hundred thousand competitors. So we did good at that. Um, yeah, I'd say that, that, I'd say that's pretty good. Well, I'd say that's pretty good. Yeah, it was okay. Right? And, you know, I'm, I'm proud. I mean, you know, people say, Oh my gosh, $200 million company. That's fantastic. Cause well, you know, the whole 200 wasn't mine, right? And so it's like, <laughs> right. I it's, get that. I get that. it's like real easy for people to, people to figure it's like, oh, wow, man, you've got $200 million in the sofa. It's like, no. But anyway. <laughs> Not today. Anyway. Not okay. today. <laughs> yeah. But people, and people have always, and since then, my career has been, you know, coaching and consulting and, and unpacking what it was about, not so much the tech or the business or the market, but what, what about the people that, that I was lucky enough to work with that built that business because it wasn't, you know, the, the component parts. It wasn't the nuts and bolts and servers and all that stuff. It was us. We did it. And so I built this consulting business, Gold Boss, and Gold Boss is designed to help people um, define, measure, and achieve success. And, I, and because that's how we got where we got with the web.com guys, with the web.com adventure. So... And then along the way, people started asking me, hey, man, can you come and help us do this? We have a hosting company. We have a tech company. We have a heating and air conditioning company. Gold Boss works for anything um, from, you know, planning a backyard wedding to, you know, running a, a billion-dollar company. It just works. It's, it's basic fundamentals. Every bit of it's stolen from uh, Vince Lombardi and Peter Drucker. Right. And uh, <laughs> so, yeah. Every bit of it's like, stolen. <laughs> Every, every bit of it stolen. I love that. Anybody who ever wrote anything stole it from this guy, <laughs> Will Shakespeare, right? So it's like we're all stealing from the greats. So That's right. That's people. right. But um, so I take credit for none of this. Um, along the way, I've also learned some things about sales, and and one of the um, one of the things that an old boss of mine told me was, "Will in sales, it's easy to find out what somebody will pay for your product." Right? It's like, hey, man, I got this iPhone. You want to buy it for 40 bucks? Yeah, I'll buy a brand new iPhone for 40 bucks. It's easy to get somebody. It's easy to know what somebody will pay for something. 
Your job as a salesperson is to learn what they won't pay and ask them for a dollar less than that. And, and so just somewhere along the line of con in my consulting career, I started trying to figure out what won't somebody pay for me to show up and do my thing for a day. Um, and in my particular world, the answer to that question was $10,001. Somebody will not pay me $10,001 for a day of my time, but they will pay me 10,000. And, and I found that out by just ratcheting up the, the, the number over time. But what I've done is I've, I've over the years is I've, I've made a fair bit of dough and I've done, I've helped a lot of people. Um, but I've priced myself way out of the market. So, and this takes me to a thing you said the other day about the, the two mountaintops, you know, the, yes, sir. Know, the, yeah. the two mountaintop thing. I was listening to that. And I'm like, is there nothing Glenn can't just explain about me in like a sentence? <laughs> Um, the second mountain. Yeah, that's right. The so, second mountain. Thank you. That's right. So, so here I am, you know, I'm not at the tippity top of the consulting and coaching mountain, but I do okay. What I want to do now, and this is this is like the, the joke that I've started making, uh, and, and it's, you know, nominally appropriate, I suppose. But what I've, what I've started saying to people is, you know, I'm grateful and I'm happy, but I'm, I'm sort of, I think I'm done trying to make the world safe for rich white guys. Mm. Um, if I look back at my career, those are the people that I've. No offense to the rich white guys. We, 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 we love, we love you too. We love, we love, we love you too. <laughs> <laughs> well, but yeah. And, and so, but like, so now that, so like what, but what I want to do is I want to try to make the world safe for Ellie Marie Pemble, who is my 20 year old daughter and she's about to graduate from UConn. And I would hate to think of my daughter going through some of the things that I've watched Liz Pemble, my wife go through in her career, right? Holy moly, right? Any, any woman my age has been through some uh, stuff in their career and I don't, I'm not okay with that. So anyway, so now the new, the, the second mountain, and I, and I will have to walk all the way down into the valley for this one. My second mountain is I want to make a full boss available to anybody who wants it, straight up. So if somebody wants to become a Gold Boss certified coach and, and do that business and go out and, you know, earn six plus figures a year being a great coach and a great consultant, I want to make sure that that system, that process, the software we've built, the book I've written, the training, not only, not only training, training, but train the trainer training, every bit of it, I want to make a way for it to be available to anybody who wants it. And, and on, on what I call a good, fast, cheap pick two uh, 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 proposition, right, right. which is, which is if you want it good and you want it fast, great. This is going to be expensive. That's just the way that goes. But if you want it good and you want it cheap, hang around. Join Gold Boss Mastermind, um, and and we will we will deliver every single bit of the Gold Boss curriculum in little snippets over time. But you know, so if you don't have the money, but you do have the time, and those things tend to correlate. Yeah, no doubt. Um, we'll deliver that. And that way I can make Gold Boss available to anybody who wants it because I have not found, and I've looked for it, I've not found a better system for managing 
a coaching and consulting business in Gold Boss, and I've built all. I I I've I've read the uh, Gold Boss book, and I agree, it's really 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 powerful. We're gonna talk more a little bit about it. Actually, I'm gonna put you in the hot seat with the rest of the panel here in just a second. So uh, those of you at home, stay tuned. Will Pimble is going to talk to us about Goal Boss and how uh, you can really move those things forward here in just a second when we put him in the hot seat. With Champions Me and a Breakfast Club, and dude, I got to tell you, I am blown away. That's right. Hashtag Rise and Grind is back. The number one morning show in the world. Monday through Friday from 7 to 9 a.m. We're bringing it back, baby. Powerful guests. The only way to start your day. Rise, evolve, impact together. Hashtag rise and grind. This is Breakfast with Champions Millionaire Breakfast Club, your opportunity to get a seat at the table. That's right, and I don't know if you knew this or not, but we're going to be hanging out in Dallas, Texas. That's right, all the superstars of Breakfast with Champions in one place at one time, and we want you there. you got to go to breakfastwithchampions.live so you can join us, and I'm telling you, you never know how one event can completely transform your life. So come join us, breakfastwithchampions.live. We're back here on Hashtag Rise and Grind. We got Will Pimble in the hot seat. Uh-oh, Will, you're surrounded. We, <laughs> we have you surrounded. And, Will, we want to dive in a little bit uh, more about Gold Boss. I'm hearing somebody's, is that Clubhouse I think I hear? I'm hearing on somebody's in the background. If you want to turn off your uh, Clubhouse sound, which I know is very difficult to do because Clubhouse doesn't want you to do that. Uh, that way we don't hear it in the in the background. I would greatly, greatly, greatly appreciate it. So, uh, Will, have you met Lolita and Sarah and Marvin? Hey. So we had the pleasure of meeting Will um, on Fireside on Friday, and that's why, Will, I, I wanted to dive right into that um, second mountain reference that you were talking about. For anyone in the room who missed us on Fireside, we're there um, every Friday at 10 a.m., and it was Marvin and Glenn, and then you came on stage and kind of talked about that idea that you hit a certain level of success, as you talked about just now, and then you know that there's something more. And so I was wondering if you could, because I can tell you're super passionate about that, you're talking about legacy in your children and kind of the future that you want to build. What would you tell someone who's maybe like a little bit frustrated, right, that they know what their second mountain is, but they're having that challenge troubleshooting to get to the next step? Because I feel like you're such a good problem solver. What would you tell people who are like, I don't really know what the next step is? Because I feel like that's something that you really specialize in. <clears throat> well, that's a great question. And, and good morning, Sarah. I love, I love, um, I love how you can take apart. I'll let's, let's say, for example, I can yammer for 10 minutes and then you'll say, Oh, you know, and you'll just like explain. <laughs> in minute five, in my... <laughs> like, like, more specifically. Maybe we could just skip the part about me talking and then we could just go to you and we'll just save a lot of time. Right. Because you're just like, you're like, boom, and you just, <clears throat> you, you drop it. Uh, you drop I it. drop it like it's hot. <laughs> so, uh, so thanks for that. I really enjoy your, I really enjoy your, your vibe and your energy. So, um, but the, the thing about, the thing about frustration is frustration, I think is like a really good thing, right? I don't, I don't move if I'm comfortable. I, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm a fan of fitness and Liz is a fitness girl and a Zumba instructor, and a, you know, a coach. And, and so she's like super strong. And so, so what Liz and I think is like, if you're, if you're, uh, if you're perfectly comfortable just in your physical body, if you feel just like comfortable and there's no aches, no pains, no anything like that, then 
you're probably not moving enough, right? You're probably not working out, right? I, I, I gauge sort of my, my fitness and my comfort level by like, if I'm a little achy today, because that means cells are reproducing and growing and I'm getting stronger if I'm, if I'm a little bit achy. And, and so like, or well, let's think about, uh, let's think about Omar, my trainer, who, who would say things to me like, all I want is all you got. And, um, and, and if you can walk out of the gym comfortably or breathe while you're doing it, uh, you're not trying hard enough. And so, so you think about your resting state. I want my resting state at my desk at work to be a little uneasy. I want, I don't want to be comfortable sitting at my desk. I don't want to feel like I got this right. I want yeah, constantly. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And so, so, so we have this thing that we call eulogy goals in Goal Boss, and we actually teach it. Um, I want to be 80% certain that I'm going to achieve a goal I set. And so, Sarah, you're the smart one, uh, clearly. So, so let me ask you this. Why, why do I want to be 80% certain that I'm going to achieve a goal that I just set? Why 80 I mean, when I hear 80, I instantly think of the 80-20 rule, but I don't know. Um, I want you to tell me why. Okay. All right. Um, well, let's say I'm 100% certain. If I'm 100% certain that I can achieve a goal. Um, it's so like, you're not pushing. Too easy. That's right. There you go. Okay. Ding, 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 we call that a goal boss. We call it it's in the book. I think it's like, we call that a sandbag goal. And Glenn, you know what sandbag is, right? You, oh, yeah. you hit quota, you got the deal. You're just going to like slip that in the drawer for next month. Right? Um, That's right. So we don't want to sandbag goals. And, and then if you go to the other side of the thing, if you, if you have, if there's like 0% chance, right, I am going to lift this house over my head. If that's my goal, there's no chance that I'm going to do that. A 0% goal. Why is a 0% goal? of no use to me or my team. What do you think, Sarah? Actually, well, um, so we just ordered bunk beds for my girls and th there's this box outside my house and I was like, I can bring this box in by myself. And I learned yesterday that that was a 0% goal. Yesterday, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm strong, I'll work out. Y'all, bunk beds, I'm not lifting that by myself. Yep. So I learned that as you were comparing to physical feats, if there's a zero percent goal, all that happens is that like you get very sweaty, even though it's snowy outside, and you have to make sure that you don't pull anything yeah. before you realize that you need to ask for help. Yes. And so zero percent goals sound great when we make them, right? So I'm gonna sell a million cars this month. A zero percent goal sounds great when you make it, but then the real goal is to just to sound good at the meeting, right? But you're not gonna achieve it. So it ends up being BS and we don't deliver for the team. I want 80% because 80% makes makes it sure that I'm going to stretch and I'm going to push and I'm going to be uncomfortable while I'm doing it. And four out of five times, I'm going to come through for my team because also with Goal Boss, we set goals at team level so that you guys know what I'm doing so that you know you can count on me. And if I set a goal, you can bet that four out of five times, I'm going to come through. And when I do... It's going to be awesome because the other thing about eulogy goals is we do this we do this thought experiment where we say all right let's do a thought experiment let's say that we're all going to die let's say that i'm going to die in 30 days and so i've got 30 days to live starting right now on day 31 is going to be my funeral and all anybody is going to talk about at my funeral 
are the things I've achieved in the last 30 days. That's all I get. And so if my funeral is in 31 days and all they're going to talk about is what I achieved between now and then, and, and I did this in a workshop because I was frustrated with some guys. I was, I was like, come on, man, what do you think? It's like, and so I started, I did the eulogy talk. I was like, so, if, so you're going to be dead in 30 days. All we're going to talk about are what you've achieved in these 30 days. Um, what kind of goals are you going to set? And, um, and I remember this guy, he was named, he was named Jake in, in Australia, by the way. Um, and Jake was like, he thinks about it a little bit. And he goes like, awesome goals. And I'm like, yes, that's the kind of goals. And then I was like, okay. And now that was just a thought experiment, but how do you know your funeral's not in 30 days? You don't know. And so if you don't know your funeral's not in 30 days, why on God's green earth would you ever set anything but an awesome goal? And so that's, so I try to find that, right, Glenn, I want to, I want to find that state of, of not discomfort, but unrest and, and what my mom would call divine unrest. Yeah. And so I want to, I want to agitate and provoke and poke and push people to where they're uncomfortable, no matter where they are, they're uncomfortable a little bit in their current state and they want to, and they want to push, right? Even you, Glenn, you're, you're, you know, you're a freaking rock star, right? This is, this is a known fact, but I'm telling you, bro, no matter how good you are, you're only half as good as you can be. So whatever you're doing today, you're half as good as you can be. And you are measurably the best at what you do. Hey, really? you I would okay. love to jump in real quick before you have to leave us. Listen, you already talked to us about our goals. So now we got our goals set. Now I would love for you to leave us with maybe one first step that we can take for us to start achieving those goals. We're all about the action, achieving these goals. So help us with this one step we take next, now that we have our goal. Sure. Well, the, well, the one step in, in my world is to, is to figure out what, is to figure out what to measure, right? What are key metrics? Um, every business has about 20 key metrics. Every person in a business has about five and it, it varies. But what are the, what are the five, the top five things? So like Lolita, we could, we could like do a little bit, a little exercise with you. With what, what are the five ways that you know you're crushing it? Are you asking me? I love it. Let's do it. So the five ways I know I'm crushing it. Well, I've already set what my success criteria is. So let's talk about my book. How do I know I'm going to be successful in that? One is the number of reviews that I receive. Boom. That's one. Two is, um, is how many folks are able to purchase it in the next 30 days, in the first 30 days. Okay. Boom. Am I doing five? All right, go on. Okay. Another one is going to be uh, feedback that I'm getting from people directly on what my poems and letters are doing for them in their lives. Cool. The fourth one is how well my Breakfast with Champion family is adapting to this because we're going to pump it like it's 1999. Absolutely. It's coming out soon. And then number five, Will, of how I know I've been successful on this truly is me leveraging it inside my coaching programs to help people shift to their next level. Okay. Okay. So Lydia, here's what I got. Okay. Reviews, like the, the quantity of the reviews, right? So the number of reviews, and we could also say what the average review is, right? So we could look at it in one of two ways. We could look at it as a raw number or a percent. What's more important, an average review score or a, the, the total number of reviews? The average review score. Excellent question. 
Okay, sales, that's an easy one, right? And so we're gonna, are we talking about unit sales or are we talking about dollars? Unit sales. Okay, unit sales. How many books are pushing at the door? Um, feedback score. Okay, so your feedback score from who? Um, it's from my audience, so it'll be on a scale of one to 10. And I'll ask them through social platforms. All right, okay. BWC family reviews is what I wrote. And so, so our BWC, Talk to me more about how we're going to measure that BWC family component. Well, that's a great question. And I know we only have 30 seconds, so we won't be able to do all of it, but I will take that as an action item and follow up. But I think what you're saying is our first step moving forward is that we got to come up with five key metrics and make sure that we can measure those. That was awesome. Yeah, and a, key metric is a, a key metric is a dollar or a number or a percentage and more is better or less is better. And you need to be able to drill into that stuff lightning fast you can look at it in five seconds and know the health of your business as fast as you can know the score of a baseball game by looking at the screen well so good where can where can where can where can some folks get the goal boss what's the best place for them to go to connect with you get the goal boss learn how to break through these goals learn all these awesome systems and processes that you've got in place uh best place to do that would be goalboss.club and you can join Mastermind for free, and you can start getting access to all of this awesome stuff. And Glenn, I'm, I'm, my, my gratitude knows no bounds, my brother. I'm so grateful for you and your team. And we're gonna bring Will in for once a month. Oh, sorry. Yeah. So you're gonna have to say that over here. Say that again, Sarah. Otherwise, they can't. Oh my gosh, I'm sorry. I forgot. You can hear me on Clubhouse. I'm in the background. I was saying, and Will's coming to breakfast with champions more. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> that's right he will be coming to breakfast i just get champions. excited i'm like you're gonna get more will and breakfast with champions don't forget before he goes that's right i love it i love it i love it will thanks for joining us here on hashtag rise and grind you guys go to goldboss.club that's goldboss.club and you can connect with will you can get the gold boss book he sent me a copy of it i've read it it's phenomenal i fully endorse it this dude really breaks down complicated systems in a very simple way so that you can apply them in your life today it's amazing go check it out will thanks for being here with us on hashtag rides and grind and now i got this guy hanging out in the green room i think i might want to bring him up in here because something tells me you're gonna enjoy it Hey everyone, welcome back to the Rise and Grind Good News segment. I'm Ramon Ray. It's good to be here for our second good, good, good news. And if you have good news you want to share, as I said before, don't forget, DM me on Instagram, good news to get the show notes and to give me your good news that you want to hear on the show. So again, good morning. Our three good news nuggets for this segment are as follows. How to avoid burnout in the office. And Marvin, get ready because I have a special question for you, Marvin, towards the end here. But Jeopardy contestants, this guy got a second chance. Get ready, Marvin. Silencing negative self-talk. Our goal is always for the good news segments are to make you smarter, make you laugh, or just warm your heart if we do all three. That's a bonus. I'm Ramon Ray, and you can find out more about me at RamonRay.com or on IG, Ramon Ray Smart Hustle. Let's get to it. So here's a few tips for avoiding burnout in the office. Now, workplace wellness expert Jennifer Moss has a few tips for overcoming burnout in the office, and that could be virtual or in your real office. One, know the signs of burnout. You know, working with people like probably Lolita and so many others in the Breakfast with Champions and Rise and Grind community just to identify 
What are the signs? Number two, take a break. You can't be going on and on and on like a little gerbil on a rat wheel. Well, gerbils wouldn't really go on a rat wheel, but whatever it is, you get my point. Take a break because if you're going on and 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 on without a pause, it's not good. So take a break. That's how you can avoid burnout. Unplug. A friend of mine said they got off Facebook, social media, all these apps for about a day or two, and they took a break. They unplugged. We may need to do that as well. Another thing, set boundaries. There's some people in your life that you may want to say, ah, 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 not now, or next them overall. But setting boundaries is good. So that was our first good news of the day, how we can avoid burnout in the office. That was from, the, from Reuters. And again, as always, DM me good news for any of these links if it helped you. Marvin, I'm curious, Marvin. This is more of a rhetorical question, Marvin, so you don't have to answer it, but I'm just curious. Who is the governor of New, of New York State, Marvin? I wonder if you know that. Is it Glenn Lundy? Is it Andrew Cuomo? Or Marvin, is it Kathy Hochul's? Well, Marvin, this was a question that a contestant was asked in Jeopardy uh, just a few days ago, and he didn't know the answer. So the new governor of New York State gave him a chance to redeem himself because he missed the question. He didn't know who the new, the first female governor of New York State was. He didn't get it on Jeopardy, but guess what? He got a second chance. And definitely in the Rise and Grind show, we're all about a number of hosts who are all about getting second chances. And our last good news segment of the day, and this comes from our friends at NPR, is about silencing negative self talk. This is something that I do every now and then. I'm getting better at it, but you kind of put down yourself. You talk bad about yourself. You look in the mirror and you obsess over your flaws. And I think we have to ask ourselves, would we talk to our best friend this way? And here's a question to ask that will give you a tip on how to silence and how to get better at negative self-talk. When you look in the mirror, are you mess up something or lose out on an opportunity? Do not be your own villain, but instead, the advice here is to be your own best friend. Those are the three good news items we have. How to avoid burnout in the office, how to avoid burnout in the office, do-overs are a thing even for Jeopardy contestants, and how to silence negative self-talk. If you want to get these show notes, just DM me on IG. And Glenn Lundy, my friend, back to you. What did you think about those three good news segments? I think that uh, you, 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 you always bring it, and I'd love to hear what Marvin and Lolita and Sarah thought about those segments as well. I, I want to know if they really named Glenn Lundy on Jeopardy. Or That's what I was like, that. check that out. I was dude. like, wait, you, you said this is a real question on Jeopardy. I was like, how did you not send me Glenn Lundy being the governor of New York on Jeopardy? That was a bit, sir, of editorial uh, fluidity there, but the concept, oh, okay, yes, okay. the gentleman, he failed. He didn't know who the governor of New York State was. Because we would have taken Glenn Lundy over here at Breakfast of Champions, we would have accepted that answer for full credit. <laughs> I don't know about that, man. I was in the I'm, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and stay right. out of politics, I think, over here on this side. Marvin, what's up? I was just saying, I was in the background saying, oh, that's obviously Glenn, right? <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Not this guy, man. I'm trying to avoid all politics. Are you kidding me? That's why we have this morning show right here. So we can go for two hours because I want to keep everybody else out of those politics, too. So I've been asked before. They're like, hey, you should run for the office. You should do this and that. I'm like, I'm running from the office. I ain't happening. I love how he goes, I've been asked before. So Grant Cardone flew to Kentucky and asked Len Lenny to run for president. He's <laughs> But we solved that, Sarah. Didn't we solve that? We said run for PTA. Grant Cardone said you should run for president. You need to own that more more specifically in the storytelling. And Sarah, we solved that though. We decided that Glenn Lundy's not gonna run for president, but he will support and bring the millions of people he motivates to kind of encourage them to make the world a better place. So we solved that right there. Well, I mean, I think many ways to serve Ramon. I think that 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 that's more up my alley. Also, also, I'll support. Uh, but no, man. Even when Cardone's like, "You should be the president," I'm like, "No, thank you. I'm not interested in any way, shape, or form of anything political, man. I'm, that is just not my jam. I'll leave that to what I will say earlier. We'll leave that to the to the rich white guys." <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And I think, Glenn, what you would like is driving a wildcat. Yes, that's what you'd like. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess I could probably handle that. There we go. But listen, Glenn, thanks for having me, brother. I'm glad to bring the good news. We got a few more minutes into this amazing, amazing Rise and Grind show. I'm out and I will see y'all later. Ramon, you are the man. Thank you guys. Thank you so much for joining us here. Hey, guys, we've got uh, Andrew Brandt's going to be coming in here in just a minute. He's going to let, let us know about some good news over in the world of sports. We've also got Mr. Hayden Andrews going to come back with a live musical performance right here on Hashtag Rise and Grind. Of course, Alexander Gonzalez is going to be coming back with us to let us know what's going on in the world of social. So we've got plenty of conversation to still have, plenty of show out in front of you. If you haven't done so already, hit the share button over there on Facebook and LinkedIn. Share this sucker out. If you're listening over on Clubhouse, hit the plus sign, bottom right-hand corner of your screen. We'd absolutely appreciate it. And we'll be right back here in just a second with Mr. Andrew Brandt himself for his debut here on Hashtag Rise and Grind. Breakfast Club, and I gotta tell you, I remember a time where I just wish I could get a seat at the table, right? To hang out with some of those that are doing the things I know I can do, that have reached some of those levels I know I could reach. And I'm super excited to share with you that we now have Champion Circle that's gonna do that for you. The most incredible business entrepreneurs on the planet pouring into you every single Monday night. Go to Breakfast with Champions Live, and you too can become a champion. This is Breakfast with Champions, Millionaire Breakfast Club, your opportunity to get a seat at the table. And check it out, man. Breakfast with Champions is everywhere nowadays. That's right. We've got the podcast. We've got, we're on places like Wisdom and Fireside. We're going to Green Room and we've got YouTube and Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn. Wherever you can join us, we would love for you to come get a seat at the table. Become the champion you know you are inside with Breakfast with champions. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Mr. Andrew Brandt is joining us here today with the good news in sports. Andrew, how are you, sir? 
Hey there, Glenn. Glenn. Really, really good to be with you guys. Really enjoying this uh, this community we have. Good to be with you now in this new format. Congrats on getting this going. Hey, well, thank you, Andrew. I appreciate you, and I appreciate you joining us and delivering some good news for us this morning. So what's going on in the world of sports? You know, it's been an interesting week. You know, I, I think a lot of people saw what happened on Sunday with a receiver for the uh, Tampa Bay Bucks, <laughs> maybe no longer, uh, named Antonio Brown. He left the game in the middle of the game. He took off his jersey. He threw his shoulder pads. He waved to the crowd, and he was gone, like in the middle of the game and got an Uber outside of Giant State, the MetLife Stadium in New Jersey. Uh, so that just sort of triggered a lot of discussion in sports about what's going on with this guy. He's had so many second chances. He never seems to get it right. And I've been talking a lot about the idea of mental health with him. But, you know, we all want to respect mental health. And if he has any problems and going off like that in the middle of the game, but this is a guy who obviously has had this behavior for years and years. Teams have tired of it, despite the fact he's got incredible tolerance. And it just brings up a conversation. You know, you want good people. I run a team. You see my helmet there, the Green Bay Packers. Character counts. And when you have bad character, it tends to bring down the nature of the team. And unfortunately, vice versa, when you have good character, good people, strong work ethic, faith, family, all of that, it brings up the level of the team. And Antonio Brown's a constant reminder that sometimes we make cut corners in the name of talent, in the name of someone that's bigger than the character of the team. And that never works. <laughs> so here's another example. So that's one thing. The other thing I do want to talk about is we lost an icon in sports this week. Uh, for those who grew up around my era or even under my era is John Madden. John Madden, my father's generation knew John Madden as a coach. My generation knew John Madden as a broadcaster. Yeah. And my son's generation only knows him as a video guy. Uh, so, but I don't think there's more than pick a number, five people in the history of the NFL that are as known and familiar as John Madden. So we lost a legend this week. Yeah, we did. We did. We lost. We lost a legend, Andrew, and it was hard. You know, this is. I'm a Raider. I'm a Raiders guy. I'm a Raiders yeah, guy. You know, and uh, and he was a big. You know, he was a big part of the organization and who we are today. A big part of the the Raiders' identity um, from the get go. What an incredible guy. And uh, you know, so it's 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 a heartbreaking loss. At the same time, it's an incredible celebration of the impact that one person can have. Right, like. From your side of things, how much of an impact or what what would you say are some of the biggest impacts Madden had in the world of sports? Yeah, he was the first guy to sort of make football digestible and understandable for a mass audience. You know, usually with broadcasters, we had former players that just talk about kind of the details, uh, but Madden made it fun. You know, he really made it fun. He took football and use the first thing, the Telestrator, which now is very formal, but he made it very informal on, I believe, CBS, and then Monday Night Football, and then Sunday Night Football. He drove across the country. He wouldn't fly. He had a Madden bus that became an icon. People were, like, taking pictures of it everywhere. He had a place at the Dakota in New York City. He was a cool guy, and he just made football fun. Quick memory, Glenn, I worked 
10 years with Brett Favre, the famous iconic football player. Yeah, I, 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 Brett, I, know that. I think I've heard that name before. <laughs> and if you and you remember John Madden, John Madden loved Brett Favre, loved him, loved his his gunslinging ways, his country boy candor, and and Brett loved him back. So just picture this: we would get to a new city on a road trip. We'd get in Saturday afternoon. The the crew covering the game on Sunday or Monday night would request a few players to interview, and always request Brett, of course. So Brett would say, okay, I'll go last. And Brett couldn't go out of the hotel because he's a celebrity. You know, he couldn't go two steps without getting accosted. So he's like, I'll sit down. And when he sat with Madden, I mean, these conversations went on for hours. And they just talk ball. They talk stories. They're, they're both kindred spirits. And there'd be times in our road trips, they're like, Andrew, where's Brett? I'm like, I don't know. He's not in the meeting. Like, oh, he's probably talking to Matt because they're down there swapping stories. Right. Our meeting started at eight o'clock at night. They were down there till 10 o'clock. Like, Brett, we got a game tomorrow. No, it's Madden. <laughs> and sure enough, and sure enough, we'd be on the, I'd be watching the broadcast, say that Monday night. And Brett's told him some story. You know? So there's Madden telling a story about Brett Favre that he didn't share that Brett told me this yesterday. He just shares it. I'm like, wow, this is how it gets done. That's awesome, man. What a, what a, what an icon. Uh, he did make a tremendous impact. And you're, you're right. He made, he made football palatable for the, uh, the common, ordinary, everyday man and woman and child to be able to, yeah. to, get a, to get a full understanding of it. Now they own a day of the week, working on owning a, a couple days of the week. Uh, and I believe the, the uh, NFL is now worth about $76 billion uh, overall last time I checked. So pretty, pretty fascinating yeah. stuff. Pretty cool stories with Brett and John Madden. And as far as like the mental awareness stuff with Antonio Brown, man, that was the very first thing I thought is I was like, bro, that guy's something happened, man. He took a hit. I remember he took a hit a few, a few years ago yeah. and everything just changed, you know, it seemed because he was, he was great with the, with the Steelers for what, seven, eight years. No, I mean, little problem yeah. here and there, but he just kind of, he wasn't like crazy like he is now, but it, it seems, it seems like something's definitely off and, and hopefully they can get, get him some help. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's nice, Glenn, because you just mentioned it. I mean, mental health is part of our awareness now, and it really is. And back in the day, you know, think about your own, everyone think about their own situation. Were we even talking about this? And you mentioned it. There was a play against the Cincinnati Bengals. I remember it vividly as you do, Glenn, when Antonio Brown just got clocked. And you're right. You sort of look back. He had time with the Steelers left and they said, no, we can't deal with him anymore. He went to your Raiders for literally three months, right. played a little bit of a preseason game. Right. And then they had enough. Like they traded draft picks for him. They like, no, we, we're done. Yeah. We're done. We're, we're not dealing with this guy. Then he went to the Patriots. And while he was with the Patriots, a sexual assault allegation came out. They're out. Yeah. And then he's sort of languishing. And then Tom Brady, who's his champion, got, got him to the Patriots, brings him down to Tampa. And now they've, their patience, their tolerance has run out. But through all those hiccups through the years no one mentioned mental health you know not like oh this guy's a cancer this guy's this 
but now we're mentioning it. So all in all, real positive. You know, it's positive that we're talking about this with Antonio Brown. That's right. We're not saying what a jerk, what a, what a mess, what a crazy guy. We're saying he needs help. The problem, Glenn, is this has been his problem throughout his career. He's surrounded by enablers. Yeah. He's surrounded by yes men. And no, maybe there are people telling him what he needs to hear rather than what he wants to hear, but he's not listening. I've talked to a couple of people in the past week. Yeah, I tried with Antonio. He won't listen. He fired me. You know, I've talked to a couple people like that. And this is the problem with superstar athletes sometimes. They just want yes men. And, uh, you know, I guess we all hope for the best for Antonio. Yeah, I think that's the, the best thing that we can do. Uh, you know, throw some prayers up for him. And I think it's just such a clear visual, like it's, it's, it's such a visual shift, a visual difference. And I think that's what's making it. Uh, palatable it's like what john madden did he made it he made it visible to where we could see it and this idea of mental health when you when you can literally see it in such a a talented athlete it's such a tremendous shift um i think it brings up the right discussion so andrew thanks for joining us here uh to talk about the good the, the good news in sports i'm excited to get to know you better as we continue with the show uh moving forward you'll be joining us here on wednesdays right is that right yeah, we'll do this time around this time every week. Happy to join. I love it. I love it. I love it. Thanks, Andrew Brandt. Ladies and gentlemen, that was my man, Andrew Brandt. Make sure you connect with him on Instagram and all the places. He knows all the things in sports and is just an incredible human overall. And with that, I promised you a little bit earlier that we would be bringing back uh, Mr. Hayden Andrews, that we'd be bringing him back here in just a second. And Mr. Hayden Andrews with Hayden Go Seek. And so I want to do that right now. Mr. Hayden, how are you, sir? I'm very good. Yes. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming back in Australia. Show. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Well, thanks for coming back and joining us. We'd love to hear a song from you. Yeah, cool. All right. Uh, this one uh, is my song called Round and Round that I wrote in uh, tropical North Queensland. Yeah, it's a little something like this. sun but you never know 
Maybe, maybe I should sell my guns. I feel I'm lost and the tide is gone. Just feel yourself with alcohol. There is nothing set in stone, but round and round we go. Where it ends, we will never know. Just fill yourself with alcohol. There is nothing set in stone, but round and round we go. Where it ends, we'll never know. Where this thing ends, we'll never know. Where this ends, we will Like, I just want to know what inspires you. Where's that kind of base of creativity to just write song after song after song? Um, I guess just everyday life, you know, like, um, it's kind of funny because Clubhouse has been a massive inspiration because there's so many like really cool people on Clubhouse. And sometimes I just sit and listen and don't say anything. And I'm just writing down what people are saying. And, you know, because there's so many different conversations going on all the time. And, um, but, you know, everyday life and love and family and, you know, all the good stuff. Amazing. Oh, I wanted to jump in, Hayden. This is Lolita. Listen, I love that you talked about inspiration and how inside of these rooms, inside of these spaces, you write down different ideas. I'd love to know what's the last song that you've written and what room, if any, was in, um, inspired? Um. The last song I wrote um, is one, uh, it was like a funky kind of Motown song. And mm -hmm. I actually wrote it um, when I was listening to the Talent House Room. There's a really great um, room with um, Dan Eisen and Elizabeth Skye. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, just listening to all these other amazing artists and just getting inspiration from them. And sometimes I like to challenge myself to write a song while I'm actually in the room and stuff. And um and I played it and uh, I think it went down all right. You know, sometimes they're sort of half formed ideas, but you know, it's all I love about it. experimenting and yeah, getting <laughs> amongst <awesome>. it. <laughs> and I love I love an Elizabeth Sky shout out. She's on stage with us on Clubhouse, and she has been so extraordinary in finding and connecting us with people like you, Hayden, and so many incredible artists that we have an artist every single day on hashtag Rise and Grind. So definitely shout out to Elizabeth Sky and the rooms that she runs and her connecting oh, us awesome. with you. She's already got. She's already got Hi. artists set up for the show through the twenty fourth. I think they said like 
I was like, what? I didn't even realize Burn there were so many. You should see that text thread. Yeah, it's man. Legit. I didn't realize there were so many musicians yeah. and artists on the platform. Like, I knew there was a lot, but like, these are good artists. Like, 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 Hayden, you, this is good stuff, man. I love that you're pursuing <laughs> Thank you. um, your passion because what you're sharing for the world, it really touches our spirit and our soul. I really appreciate um, you being here with us this morning. Now, you, you mentioned, um, you know, like a more of a Motown, funky, soul, you know, kind of kind of song that you wrote while you were in that room. Uh, so what what yeah. like, are you all over the board? Like, do you play all types of different music or what can we always expect from you? I'm all over the board and and it has been my detriment, honestly, because uh, um, a long time ago, I, I actually um, had an opportunity with a major label and they pretty much just said to me, what sort of style? are you, are you doing, you know, you need to be, you need to be this style, you need to be this style. And I just couldn't, you know, I was just all over the place. Like I, you know, if I feel like recording a heavy metal song, I'll do that. If I feel like doing a hip hop song, I'll do that. If I do country, then, you know, I'm just, just, if, if I stuck to one genre, <laughs> I feel like I'd, I'd get bored, you know, can you rap? But, you know, is, is it a good thing know. or a bad can thing? You rap? Are you a rapper? <laughs> I can rap. <laughs> I want to hear it. What do you think? Do it. Guys? I want to hear do it. a rap from me. I'm, you guys want to hear I'm a rap? I'm here for that. Yes. Absolutely. All right, let's hear okay, it. Okay, well, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll do a rap that I wrote um, when I was, uh, I think I was about nine years old, and I think Vanilla Ice had just come out and MC Hammer and all that stuff. And me and my best friend, I, I can't remember our, our hip-hop uh, name, but, oh, man, it was hilarious. But, um. Yeah, I'm, I'm here I'll, for I'll do that it. one I'm for ready. you. I'm here for it. All right. <laughs> this is embarrassing. Because, we, you know, you got, you got to remember, we, we grew up in the country, so I was like... Another city folk, you know, they, they think that they're the bomb, but when you look at us, you know, they got it all wrong. See me on stage just a bang in my gong. So listen, greasy slickers while I sing my rockin' song. We're the rapping country boys with the country background. Bond down with the sound of cows and sheep all around. You wonder how us rural boys can make it sound like this. This is what it sounds like when I take a... Brother, your turn. <laughs> Me? Yeah. Yeah. Come on, Marvin. We'll see that London rap. I have zero bars. I was I wanted to chime in and 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 actually ask um how many instruments do you play? Because I'm I'm always super, super um fascinated by the talent that um and it, I feel like a lot of the time it goes under understated. Um, you know, musicians um are hugely, hugely talented and there's so many that get sort of kind of um, under the radar, how many how many instruments do you play? Um, I play drums, bass, guitar, vocals, obviously, and um, I play a little bit of keyboards. I'm not very good at keyboards, um, but um, yeah, mainly drums, bass, and guitar. And on that that first song that I played um, earlier, the video clip, I play everything on that except for um, except for the fiddle. I don't play fiddle. <laughs> My mate did that one. Yeah, awesome, this man. is what I'm saying. And, Awesome. Absolutely yeah. amazing. Multi-gifted, multi-talented. 
Ladies and gentlemen, like we said earlier, you got to make sure Hayden Gosik on Instagram. Go follow Mr. Hayden Andrews. Make sure you blow him up. Make sure you give him a warm hashtag, rise and grind. Welcome. Be like, bro, I see you. I hear you. And we love what you're bringing to the table. Make sure you go follow him over there. Hayden, thank you so much for joining us all the way from Australia for a late night while we're having an early morning over here on hashtag rise and grind. We really appreciate you. Thank you so much. Thanks, awesome. Aiden. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, and with that, we got to reconnect. We got to find out what's going on out there in the social media world with our man, Alexander Gonzalez. I have no sound on you, Alexander. Are you muted or something? Am I? There he is. There he is. Yeah. Now we hear you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Alexander comes up. Yeah. Good. Listen, I love this. Coming to you live from St. Pete, Florida, my favorite coffee shop again. Hayden, love you, brother. Love your music. I used to live in New Zealand. Love seeing a Kiwi sleigh. And I have to tell you that the crowd is going crazy as well. They love the folky country vibe. Um, coming from an Australian or Kiwi in this case, uh, I'm seeing Christina Howard. Listen, she is off the wall, guys. She is commenting. She is our commenting queen. So make sure that you're following suit. But she's talking about what Andrew was talking about, or excuse me, not Andrew, but rather Will, how doing what's hard now to ultimately live the life that you want to live later. And Cameron Toth over on in, uh, and LinkedIn, listen guys, I'm still learning LinkedIn. This is a whole new world for me. I'm so excited to be over there now. Uh, but he, listen, you have to go read the entire thing. But ultimately he focused again, the same thing, having those goals, being willing to do what's difficult in order to live that life is sitting down watching Netflix when you have some free time. Is that what you should be doing? Maybe not. That's why we're here giving you the motivation, that inspiration and that education, because the reality is this, it's in your hands. Are you taking advice from people like Will Temple who are coming on and slaying it? The crowd loved it. Sarah, the consensus is agreed. Same with you. We need more will in our lives. And so that's the word on the street. That's what's going on. People are loving the education. They're loving the inspiration. They're loving the motivation, but they're also loving the nuggets that are being dropped by each and every single one of you. Lolita, you just killing those five on the spot. Give me five. <laughs> I know, dude. Five. She did. She was Gotta like, boom, five. boom. Oh, Boom, boom. I was like, dang, this girl's on it. <laughs> gotta be ready. When you, you stay ready, ready, you ain't gotta get ready. Exactly, stay ready. And so I love seeing, listen, I also wanna say, maybe you are a Twitter person. Maybe you wanna tweet some comments. Let's hashtag rise and grind some comments on Twitter and I'll start reading those as well. And that'll be exciting. And that'll be a great place for all of us to kind of keep communicating. But if you haven't already, make sure that you're sharing across socials. Make sure you're letting your friends know because it's time to hashtag rise and grind our way into a better you in 22. My name is Alexander Gonzalez. And as always, this was a lot of fun. Oh, I have to tell you, I have a suggestion. Before Ramon's segment, I, I keep playing this song in my head, ready? 
Tell me something good. I'm just saying that might be the hey. little intro into Ramon because I'm feeling that tell me something good, y'all. Hey, I love intros and I love that song. I just don't like copyright flags. So we're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna stick with what we got for right now. I think it's a great idea, but one one day we'll have the number one morning show in the world. We're gonna get all the licenses, we're gonna be doing all that stuff, right? But now I might even have to go back and erase just you singing what you just sang right there. I mean, <laughs> Facebook be throwing me in jail like that, well, bro. We'll you know what? Matthew McConaughey said, if we believe it, we own it. That's what I'm missing so. from Ramon's segments. I'm going to, I actually, Ramon, I know you're listening. I'm going to pass you some show notes. My girls, you said you're doing it for my girls. They want to know, where's the ding, 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 Yeah, ding, I ding, agree. I miss the ding, 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 ding. But you're right, Alexander. If you read it and you understand it, then you own it, right? There's you just, own it. But yeah, I'm with you there. But yeah, Sarah, it's funny that you said that. Where the ding, ding, ding? Like, I, I, you know, we're like, we it's need been a ding, 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 ding. exclusive that he's not brought to hashtag Rise yeah. and Grind, and I'm and I was waiting. No, it's day three, maybe. But he, I like that. Whoever gave him that show note to eliminate that. I mean, that. I mean, don't let that be back. <laughs> he, does, he doesn't he realize that's part of his brand right now. That's part of his brand now. He doesn't even know it. I think he does, though. <laughs> I think he does over on Clubhouse. But maybe, who knows? We'll have to ask him. We're talking about him behind his back right now. But maybe, maybe he's got a different, you know, d intention and direction. I'm just saying in the under here. tent set, he's like the most popular moderator for that alone. So I don't know if he wants to lose that branding right there. That demographic, we, we I mean, we had it on lock. Yeah, so I mean, dingers are a popular niche of people, Sarah. I think that you're right. Let's not forget the dingers, Ramon. We need to. This is some kind of high level strategy sessions that we have at Berkeley. We just want to let y'all know we're like the ding, ding, ding for the under 10 set. Let's let's go. Let's hash it out. This is absolutely, this is absolutely what we do. This is what we do uh, every time we sit around and we talk about. You know what's really important and really how we can move the needle forward you know because we're in the business of really changing the way people start their day and it's so passionate we want to make sure people feel seen heard and significant like we all understand the mission that we're on it's so incredibly important so our conversations are always directed around the most important things like for example bromo where's the ding 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 at man where's the ding 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 that's what i need to know I wasn't sure if Glenn Lundy and Sarah Lolita and, and Marvin and Alexander wanted a little more professional. I wasn't sure it was too childish. I liked it. I wasn't sure how to fit it in. But I will work with the production team, uh, Glenn, and I will see when we go back to headquarters. We'll see how we can do that. Actually, Candace has bucketed in on eight and a half seconds at the start of each of your segments. She's going to pull that in eight and a half seconds just for that. I think, I think we determined that was a five and two-third dings. So if you yeah. can just cut the little one off at the end. Now, there yeah, are people that have be never been on Clubhouse that are watching the show right now. There are people on YouTube. <laughs> there are people on LinkedIn. There are people on Facebook. There are people everywhere that have never heard the show before. And so, Ramon, what exactly are we referring to here? Um, I'm gonna, we're going to need you to give them a prime yeah, example. We need an example. Uh, we, we need an example for those new audience members that have no idea what the heck we're talking about. I will do that. And I will take 30 seconds to share with a why. Um, Glenn Lundy has all this fancy equipment. The, the uh, I can't even forgot the name of the, the, he has all this fancy equipment and wires and buttons he can press and all this. When we first started, I was invited to be here. I didn't have all that. I'm like, I can't just, my brain, I could do it, but it's just too much for what I do. I may start getting it now. So I'm like, oh, I got a mouth. And so that's where when Glenn and Sarah were like, Ramon, can you do a 30 minute segment? 
I said, let me do tens because y'all know I like my tens fast and quick. That's just me. I'm not deep and introspective like Marvin. I'm going to share with you ways that you can have a better life. And I'm not like Lolita dropping it hot, doing it. You got to be, I'm just not like that. So bottom line, as I said, ding, 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 tip number one. Welcome to the segment of Rise and Grind with Glenn Lundy. Ding, 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 ding. Welcome. Sarah McCord is here. She's here to drop it to you and tell it like it is. Ding, 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 ding. A Lolita is telling you what it is with poetry and rhyme and words. Ding, 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 ding. And of course, Glenn Lundy bringing it to the house. Ew, how can I forget? Ding, 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 Alexander. So we did that in a longer phrase so it wasn't so crazy on Clubhouse. I'm done. <laughs> yes, Ramon. <laughs> and that's, that's how you that's become the, the celebrity Ray. CEO of your own brand, Ramon Ray. Thank you, thank you, thank Grab the book, Ramon. Where are you? Thank you. Wow, Sarah, now you're making me blush. Thank you all so much. Celebrity CEO. Back to you all, Glenn Lundy. Always good to be here. I love the ding, 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 dings. Y'all are doing great. And that's what we do at Rise and Grind. I am off camera. Thank y'all so much. <laughs> Thank you, Ramon. You I think Alexander's love. off camera too. Just a little, little yeah. question mark. Yeah, gotta love Ramon Ray. I thought I was in an auto live feature, so I was trying to make the, I was trying to make the change. I was making the change, but I wasn't pushing the change to the feed because I don't know if you guys knew this or not, but uh, we produced this whole thing in real time. This is live, folks. This is live TV, and uh, live live TV is a whole. A whole different deal. It is a whole different deal where everybody's uh, learning, and I think uh, I think we're we're coming along pretty good so far. What do you guys think? Three three episodes in the hashtag Rise and Grind. We had a new segment with Andrew Brandt today. We had a live uh, our artist Hayden Andrew. He actually performed live. That was a uh, I, I think yesterday we had the pre-record video, right? Did we do pre-record video both days? He pre-records for Osei. Yeah, for Osei. Wait a minute, today's Wednesday, right? I know, don't you lose track? <laughs> done this is our first actual live because Deepak tried, but he can't see That's right, we had Deepak, Deepak so, sound issues. Yeah, so that was a pre-record. So yeah, this was our first actual live. That's what I'm talking about. And uh, today, thankfully today, nobody went into the little ghost, the little ghost green room that we had yesterday that, uh, we, we, that never existed, and so uh, been a been a been a good day. But I just kind of want to wrap things up. And if each of you would, we got a couple minutes left. I'd love to hear. Um, you know, obviously we've been talking about making a choice, and we made a choice to really revamp our programming. We made a choice to do a, a take on a very difficult project, running a two-hour full production, multiple people, and doing it live. And, and, and we've all made that choice and that decision. And so as we're sending folks out into the world today, uh, what, what are some final notes that you might have when it comes to the power and the importance of these choices that we make daily? And I'll hit it up to Marvin first, and then if you guys just want to take it from there. No, I love it. And, and I love that we bring in th uh, everything kind of like full circle now, because um, I think the problem is, is a lot of people try and, run someone else's race and it's it's massively important to run your own race and understand um what your roadmap is everyone who's heard me say this before knows that i speak a lot about the vision um and i think you know there's just if there's one thing i'd say to remember is remember that there's power in saying no as well as saying yes but the most important thing is just to, to make a decision and to actually take action rather than just sit idly and don't be afraid to go go from good to great so yeah, fantastic show today. Thoroughly enjoyed it. 
Yeah, I love that, man. There's power in saying no, not just in saying yes. Absolutely love that. Lolita, what are you thinking? <laughs> I love it. Find the mute button and get on in there. Listen, you know, choices are what we make them. And I remember Emmanuel A. Walker, when he was on this earth, he would say, make your choice, live by it and keep it moving. Don't look back. And I think the beauty of choice is that once you sit in it, once you're clear that this is where I'm standing right now inside of this moment, then everything else becomes open to you, right? You leave the past behind. We talked about that yesterday. And then you keep on moving. It only gets better from here, right? We take the things that serve us and we leave the rest by the wayside because we got a vision and we're moving. The choice that you make today will impact your future. So whether it's for this here or whether it's in life, I say to everybody here, we're on this journey together. And the one thing that is constant is change. So let's choose today and make that change. Easy, easy peasy, right? <laughs> easy peasy. I love it. Uh, Lolita, you are such a light. Thanks for being here with us every single Thank day you. here on Hashtag Rise and Grind. And Sarah, I'm going to let you close us out for the day today. Sarah McCord is going to get the final word here on Hashtag Rise and Grind. It's been an incredible episode. Sarah. Handing it over. Thank you, brother. Well, I would say find someone who leads by example. And I might make you blush over there, Glenn Lundy, my partner. But I think the fact that Glenn um, has done this for a thousand episodes, invited us on the rocket ship. He's always the first one in Wirecast every morning, building out the show, there to fill in any gaps, there to answer any questions, there to brainstorm, you know, kind of big content ideas down to the small. Should Ramon be saying ding, 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 ding? Um, and so I think that, you know, you always have to look for the people around you. And we talk about this in Breakfast with Champions all the time who have already, right, reaching the levels you know you can reach, who've already done the thing, right? Surround yourself with the people who have gone live a million times, right? And, and say yes to the opportunity when they ask you to be on their team. That's why we have Champion Circle so that you can learn from business leaders. That's why we have the event in Dallas. That's why we want to hang out with you every morning and bring you interview guests and artists. We want to expose you to those opportunities to be around people who have already done the thing. So speaking of people who do the thing, I'm so excited to hand the microphone over to my sister, Barbara Majeski, to David Spizak, Raylan Davis, to Brian Bensock for what is going to be a killer hour over in Breakfast with Champions. And with Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.